your guarantee. Pitchers and catchers, uh, pitchers and catchers reported yesterday, right? Yeah, no. I mean, they could, but what ball? Huh? Huh? <laughs> See? It's tricky there. I think this is a compromise. They dead the balls, but they just let everybody do steroids now that the CBA has lapsed. <laughs> Give and take, I guess. <laughs> Oh man. What uh what an amazing, wonderful, beautiful Super Bowl. I mean, I couldn't have asked for any more, man. Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, your boy 50 came out. Kendrick looked dope as hell in his performance. Eminem taking a knee. What a great Sam Super Bowl. It was amazing. Oh, sorry. Halftime show. Super Bowl halftime show. The stuff beginning and after the show, yeah, that was all bullshit. (laughs) Bro, 58 minutes were fucking great. Oh, God. And, like, again, like, I don't even. In this game? Yeah. I don't even. Dude, here's the thing. Like, I don't. It is what it is. Like, I don't really care that they just let them play. Like, for, it was it was okay. Like, they, they let Jalen uh, Ramsey get away with a tug in the first quarter, make the Bengals settle for three. It's whatever. And then, you know, they give it back. They let, you know, what, not Tyler Boyd, uh, Higgins get away with a little ax- incidental face mask on his touchdown run when Jalen Ramsey was falling over because he's fucking burnt toast anyways. That's fine. That's that's fine, bro. But you cannot call that many fucking penalties all against the Bengals, ignore offsides, ignore false starts. I like that game just did not feel good at the end. Like you took like a pretty decent game the whole way through. And the end just kind of felt gross. Like, it didn't feel like a real Super Bowl to me. Yeah. This game was – it was gross, the whole thing. I have my whole breakdown, so let me tell you real quick. Let's hear it, baby. This game is strictly four events after the second quarter started. That was the only thing that really happened in the Super Bowl. That's what makes it boring as fuck. 13-10 in the second quarter, you lose OBJ. Tears his knee up, and he's looking at that point of the game, it looks like he's going to win MVP of the Super Bowl. He is 
burning his guy. He is wide open. And the touchdown catch was phenomenal. He was going to be that guy. Tears his knee up. Same drive, Stafford throws a pick in the end zone. So immediately after losing OBJ, Stafford becomes Stafford. And it's like, oh, shit. Here we go. The Bengals are going to roll. Because starting the second half, Higgins get that 75-yard gift. Santa came a little late. My bad, T. Here you go. I'm going to go ahead and let you just rip Jalen Ramsey's face off. Even though, Jalen Ramsey. (laughs) What a joke, right? After that, they get the touchdown. Stafford throws a pick, and you start at your 31. The Bengals are in complete control of the game. Stafford has completely derailed. It's over. But you only get three points. You're not able to move the ball at all. Tyler Boyd runs the wrong route. You could have got the first down, kept moving the ball. At that point, when they got those three points, the Cincinnati Bengals team was officially done. It's over. Nothing else in the gas tank. Offensive line, receivers, Joe, everyone was done. The game was over for the Bengals season. Right at that goddamn field goal. Because after that, they did nothing. You know what's the worst part? You know what's the worst part of the Bengals doing nothing? Stafford and this offense was awful. Awful. They had to take over the game at that point. Nothing. Stafford didn't have OBJ. You didn't start with Higby in the game. So you literally have Cooper Cup, Vance Jefferson that could do one route and good luck. And Stafford became Stafford. They, next drive, the Rams came down, kicked a field goal, making it 16 to 20. Six minutes left in the third. The Bengals only give 50 yards. And by the way, all this time, they start putting in P. Ryan and they completely yep. forget they have Joe Mixon. Yeah. Like, no offense, but the Rams are weakest, or the, yeah, the Rams are strongest in the middle. They did not run one jet sweep motion. Nope. They did not run, they maybe threw the ball to Mixon in the flats twice, I think. And I yep. think both of those times. They were like late checkdowns, and he got, I believe, negative one yards combined. Yeah, they completely just kind of went away from that game plan. Like the stuff that got him here. Joe Mixon is a dual back running back, and you just completely went away. But like I called in the beginning of the last week when I talked about the Super Bowl, that the Rams off defensive line was going to take over the game. Completely did. Seven sacks, two away from tying the record. But the Bengals' defense wasn't a bitch either. They played their defense. They played well. They got the Sappers twice, and they took the ball away twice. So, and just to let you know, the Rams' offense in the second half after their field goal, 85 yards. Seven consecutive drives from the field goal until the Rams' game-winning drive, punts. Both teams. Punt after punt after punt after punt. Six punts for both teams. It was disgusting. Like, this game was awful. And it was like, 
did the Bengals put up enough points to win the game or can Stafford figure out a way? He figures out a way with one of the probably the best Super Bowl pass. The no look was fucking gross. Completely moved Bell out of his spot. That pass was great. That right there brought the Super Bowl back. Because after that, the referees got in there, threw about a bunch of flags, bunch of flags, bunch of flags, and Cooper Cup scores a touchdown. And then, like, not flags <laughs> when Aaron Donald is, like, literally one yard in the neutral zone. And when the yeah. right tackle has, like, a full step jump before the snap goes, they don't call that. No. Like, man, just ridiculous. I, I mean, the helmet, the shoulder to helmet was a little bit questionable, I think. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I get you have to call that, but he was definitely, like, falling forward so right. like what do you like he launched when cooper cup was in the air like what are you supposed to do i i thought that was man just kind of trash all ball. around like if you were a bengals fan and you told me like that game was they rigged, got a they got a holding on that penalty so they both offset so yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> if, you're, if, if you're a bengals fan and you want to tell me that that game was rigged i would I would completely be like, yeah, hey, I, I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh I mean, the, the conspiracy theories with the NFL wanting to make the fucking L.A. market work. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. But even though the Super Bowl had 114.4 million viewers, up 14% from last year's Chiefs and Bucks Super Bowl, this game – Definitely felt like a week five, three fifteen start that they have like two other primetime games on, and you just don't hear about this game. That's what it felt like. But because it's the only football on TV, you had to watch it. You know, I'm still in shock, honestly, that this team lost this game. And Jalen Ramsey gave up 160 yards. He allowed 160 yards most of his career. Craziest thing ever. I mean, hey. Shitty Super Bowl. Shitty MVP. You know Aaron Donald should have won the MVP. He completely controlled the game. Just because he isn't flashy and catching balls. Doesn't mean anything. You robbed him. Just how you robbed Tom Brady. 2021-2022, Los Angeles Rams champions. Trash. And LeBron James, go fuck yourself. Yes, I have to bring you up, LeBron. Go fuck yourself. You won in a bubble. And talk about referees selling games. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you won your championship in the bubble, bud. Fuck out of here with your parade. And, and not to paraphrase Superman, super bad, but that was two years ago, asshole. <laughs> You're basically below 500 now. No one gives a shit. No one gives a flying fuck, bro. I do not care. No one cares. And, and, here's, the, and here's the thing. LeBron just doesn't seem to understand because everybody's a quote-unquote Lakers fan yeah. and everybody's a quote-unquote L.A. fan. No one's showing up to that parade. Except for, like, people looking to rob people. <laughs> Just the L.A. parade? Yeah, no. Fucking yeah, like, riots. there's going to be there's gonna be 50 people there, and they're 
all just going to be looking for autographs or free booze. <laughs> all right. So out of my whole spiel here, I do have a couple ta- uh Taylor fades for you. Ready? Let's hear it. Sam Brav, Sam Bradford. Matt Stafford. This one. Matt Stafford, Hall of Fame quarterback. Fade. Fade, fade, fade. Oh Thank you, Richard God. Sherman, for saying what I've been saying for fucking years. The NFL Hall of Fame is for bitches. And the way they're going right now, like, here's the thing. You don't understand. Like, and when they broke down, like, Tom Brady's career and they had, like, the three Hall of Fame careers, they said specifically, hey, this is – you need to put his numbers into context that these were like top of the league numbers. Then you weren't getting 5,000 yard passer. Like those were incredible unicorn seasons when you had 5,000 yard passers, then it wasn't happening. Like you weren't getting 45 touchdowns in a season until like literally Peyton Manning and Brady started to do it. And the rules started to change ironically a little bit because of Tom Brady, but also not because of Tom Brady. Like if we're going by numbers, every single quarterback, every single quarterback is going to be in the hall of fame. Joe Flacco hall of fame. Matt Ryan hall of fame. Big Ben, Eli, Phillip rivers, hall of fame. Andrew Luck. Maybe Hall of Fame. Oh my God, dude! Are you kidding me? All right, let's be a little serious about this. I, bro, I, I am B. Like I'm B. And here's the thing: Matthew Stafford has never won an MVP. I get it. Yeah. You could call Detroit bad. Yeah, he had to be in the same division as Tom or uh, Aaron Rodgers. Blah 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 blah. Bro, you had Megatron. Megatron is on every single person who knows anybody's top five, Mount Rushmore or top five of all time wide receivers. Okay. Taylor Fade. Who threw him the ball? Stafford. All years, all nine careers. But that's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. You got to do more than just numbers. And when you have an offense like that, you should be able to win nine out of 16 track meets. Yeah, and they did have their years where they won games and made it to the playoffs and had good competitive seasons, but most seasons were bad. Why? Because they had shitty defense and they put didn't put anyone around Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson. How many Pro Bowls has he made? That team isn't good. That team wasn't good. You can't pick apart what is on. Uh, but it doesn't matter because Pro Bowls are literally about offensive numbers. Pro Bowls are about straight-up fantasy numbers. Are you a fantasy football quarterback? And guess what? Matt Stafford was never in the Super Bowl. He was always eligible. I don't even think he's ever been an alternate. Looking it up. He went for he went to one Pro Bowl. He has been there once, so that's on his record. And you know what else is on the record? Championship ring. He's Does, a Super Bowl champion. Eli has two. Flacco has two. Is Flacco Hall of Famer? No, but Eli might be. If you have to put in Matt Stafford or Matt Ryan, who are you putting in? 
Matt Ryan, who was an MVP and is not going to the Rams, a stack team that shouldn't exist because it's got contracts that are basically free. Matt Ryan had a lot of pieces around him for a long time for him to only have one ring and one MVP. Who's better, Megatron or Julio? Megatron. Can you name the second guy for – can you go ahead and name the second guy for Detroit? Can you? Nate Burleson is pretty good. Oh, my God. You only say his name. Marvin Jones is pretty good. Marvin Jones when he was, like, 40? No, he's younger than that. Oh, my God. He he moved like he was 40. They drafted three receivers, like, top three. Yeah. Three years in a row. Whoever was their receiving scout should get fired and – Castrated. I'm just saying, dude, like, here's the thing. If you were never a top, I would even say top. I don't think Matt Stafford has ever been a top five quarterback in the National Football League. In any season. Well, this season he was. I don't think so. Oh. You're you're telling me, you're telling me Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes, Josh Allen. Oh, never mind. Like, even fucking Joe Burrow had a better year. More picks, but a better year. Shout that to his knee. And Stafford, uh, yeah, like, are you kidding? And you had Cooper Cup, who was basically untouchable, and people just decided not to guard him on third down. Like, Robert Woods, solid. Van Jefferson, solid. Like, arguably, like, on, on, arguably, like, where would you rank? If healthy, if if all healthy, OBJ, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, where would you rank the top five receivers in the Rams compared to the rest of the league? Maybe what below the Chiefs? You could yep. are I think they're probably overall better than the Bucks. No, maybe Gronk and all them. No, no, fuck no, 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 no. Stop. I'm not a Godwin. Godwin. I'm not a Godwin. I'm not Gronk. Evans, are you kidding me? That was an angry. Come on, stop. Stop. No. So what? Vikings receivers were better too. Uh, No, not top to bottom. I'm just saying numbers, bro. Numbers. Okay. Numbers. Like I mean, the I think the Bengals are probably better overall. But again, you're looking at he goes somewhere with top five weapons, a top what top ten offensive line probably. Uh, top two defense, maybe top one. Top one. And he still manages to win a Super Bowl by, four, what, three points. Game on a drive. By, huh. by the grace of God and a ref's whistle. No, he is not, like, not, here's the thing, not all rings are created equal. And I know his, his loudmouth wife is going to love to, like, scream it from the rooftops while she's at Disney World that she's a world champion. Because whatever, she was on the field and now she can go have sex with Leonardo DiCaprio or whatever it is that she talks about on her podcast. But, like, <laughs> the dude, dude is not a Hall of Famer. You are, like, they need to change the rules for the NFL Hall of Fame because they're watering down the Hall of Fame. If at no, like, if you're not a top five in your position for multiple years, you shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Would you rather have Matt Stafford in the Hall of Fame or Devin Hester? This year, yeah, Devin Hester. Like, in general. 
Because guess what? Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is going to be a first or second ballot Hall of Famer probably, and Devin Hester might not get in. No, Devin Hester will definitely get in, bro. This is Devin Hester is the same thing like Barry Bonds, man. Same goddamn thing. You know how people didn't throw to Barry Bonds? People didn't kick Devin Hester. No, Devin Hester is like Ray Guy. <laughs> okay. Where okay. it's going to take a bunch of other punt returners to be like, hey, we're people too. We changed the game. Yeah. All the records. It's such a bullshit. He should have been in. Dude, yes, I'm agreeing that it's such bullshit, but that is what is going to happen. Hey, man, sorry that the NFL has a ton of legends and guys that come in and change the game, and the game's always Stop changing. saying fucking legends. Stop saying goat. I'm not saying goat. Listen, listen to there's, your man. There's only, there's only listen one Listen to your man. There's only one goat, and that's it. All right? My next telephone is a lot of people were chirping on Twitter after OBJ's injury about turf fields needing to go away. Taylor Fade, turf fields in the NFL should go away because they're causing injuries. I mean... You're changing a whole bunch of stadiums to make this happen. I think people love to say that. I mean, that's the kind of thing where it's like... You're gonna, they're going to be angry either way. Yeah. I fade it. First off, because if you look at grass fields in the league, they are not created equal. FedEx Field in D.C. has taken more knees than all of the turf fields in the league combined. I agree with you on that. (laughs) Facts. Second off, at some point, we need to realize that we are potentially maxing out human potential. Like... The human body was not meant to make Julian Edelman cuts at 6'3", 210 pounds. It just wasn't. It just wasn't meant to do it. So you need to throttle down. Non-contact injury ACL tears are caused by either bad running technique or they're caused by uh, imbalance of strength in the tendons and ligaments and honestly can also be uh, a symptom of steroid abuse, but whatever. OBJ, hey, maybe don't do backflips and moonwalk in the end zone. Maybe take care of your, your knees a little bit. I don't know. Like, it just happens. Like, you can complain, but you'd also, if you played eight games in FedEx Field, you'd be going like, hey, can we get some fucking turf around here? <laughs> and again, it's all fun and games until it's a, it's a monsoon game, and you've got one-inch spikes. And the linebacker has all the leverage, and suddenly OBJ isn't dancing around a middle linebacker as easily. I don't actually mind it. If you told me that you want to get grass fields back, all on board, let's fucking do it. I think the the tire shit that gets in your eyes on turf field sucks. It causes cancer. It's super bad for you. Let's yeah. not have rubber on the field anyways. That's perfectly fine with me. But then you need to create uh, – a series of standards to make sure that that field is safe. Hey, guess what? If I'm the Jacksonville Jaguars this year and we just suck and I've got, you know, Derek Henry or Jonathan Taylor coming to town, I'm overwatering the fuck out of that field. That field's going to be so muddy. You're not going to be able to get anywhere. And I'm telling all my guys to wear, you know, inch and a half spikes. 
Like, I, like you could just get into it's like adds a whole nother dimension. It's I don't know, but at the same time, I feel like the turf argument is also like a gateway drug to the every stadium should be a dome argument, which I strongly disagree with. I can see your point on that one for sure. I like home field advantage. I like that things are different. If you like turf field, the NFL wants speed. If they want to highlight these guys like OBJ, you have to deal with the occasional ACL injury. And this was even non-contact. I feel like grass, you stick in more depending on the consequences. So you're going to get more contacted ACL tears and knee injuries. You're just going to get less less non-contact potentially. Yeah. But it, it's I think it's a no, it's a non-argument. Like we should be having this argument. Players think they know what they want. You they want us to protect their heads, but then they go low and they go, hey, no, I'd rather have you go for my head than go for my knee. Yeah, I mean, give them a better helmet and no fucking hit to blow the knee. I'll take it. Also, the dome situation. I would definitely want a dome in Green Bay and Buffalo just because those situations are ridiculously when it comes to December. But that's about it. <laughs> pay, for, pay for a retractable dome, you know? Hey, but here's the it. thing. You do that, you better be careful because Foxborough is never putting a dome up. Unless there's, like, some strong rule or bill fucking retires today. <laughs> you know what? You know why that's never going to happen? Because I think people are starting to slowly get fed up with their taxes going up, especially now with inflation, to pay for bullshit stadiums that they might not even use. And the NFL, even though they could afford it, is never going to fork over the dough to retrofit all of those stadiums. Yeah, not going to happen. The NFL could legitimately, if they were smart, be like the largest landowner, one of the (laughs) largest landowners in the country. They could own all of their stadiums and the real estate outright. They could pay for their own renovations. They could have the greatest stadiums. They could reap all of the benefits from concerts and shows and events coming to town, but they won't do it because they're too short-sighted. But that's neither here nor there. Roger Goodell wants to hire us, slide in those DMs. (laughs) I'll make a deal with the devil. It's fine. Or, hey, why would they pay for it when they can make us do it, huh? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right next Taylor fade is a pretty interesting one let me know what you think which is going to lead into another conversation here the last two super bowls have been won by the home team tampa bay buccaneers did it first tom brady thank you for breaking that record and the la rams matt stafford getting it done in la the next super bowl is in glendale arizona taylor fade you throwing money on plus 3,500 as of now. This was before the Kyler situation. <laughs> Taylor Faye putting some money on the cards to win the Super Bowl since they'll be home next year. First off, it's my number one. I think it was like a top five pet peeve for me during Super Bowl week. Top five thing that just kind of annoyed me every single time that they kept saying that the Rams would be the first home team to win the Super Bowl because they were coin flip one and they were the home team and the Buccaneers were technically away in their home mm-hmm. stadium. Yeah. It, bro, you are practicing in your own facility. You're sleeping in your own bed. <laughs> it doesn't matter that you're in the visitor's locker room. 
I'm sure the NFL made it just as nice. Yes. But anyway, I'm going to I, – I would have faded that before the Kyler news because I don't think Kyler is good. That allegedly lizard-obsessed weirdo. Did you see that? <laughs> that he just Googles lizards in team meetings? <laughs> no, I did not. I saw it on – I saw it. It might be fake, but I saw it on the Cardinals subreddit. Apparently, like he's obsessed <laughs> with lizards, and he just in the middle of team meetings will like show his phone to somebody. Check out this fucking. Check out this lizard. <laughs> so anyway, that's great. I will like. I would feel more confident throwing my money on Tom Brady plus forty five hundred to win MVP next year than the Cardinals to win the Super Bowl. No. <laughs> I, I I think they that is a team that got old real fucking quick. Mm-hmm. Is uh is Chandler Jones a free agent? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, I don't like first off, you gotta like you I gotta think they, I think they would legitimately do better if they traded Kyler for Baker straight up. Definitely could happen because it sounds like both guys are not happy. The Oklahoma boys, both of them just not a, not happy. Although Baker might lose just to spite Kingsbury for benching him at Texas Tech, <laughs> sign an extension and start tanking immediately. <laughs> Fuck that! Go in there one year, just like make them trade for him, and then <laughs> look at Cliff and be like, ready to be fr- fucking ready to be homeless next year. To be fair, that would be petty Hall of Fame shit, and I would love it. Oh, fuck yeah. Every week, every week is just winging on the camera, doing my that, best. Yeah, that'd be some future <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> oh, you had to bring them up. Oh, shit. I know what this yeah. podcast is about. <laughs> Before we get into Russ's bitch ass, uh, yeah, Kyler is not happy in Arizona. He has deleted all his shit from Arizona. He is... They, he is saying that he is being blamed for the loss against the Rams, saying that the team is saying it's his fault. He's very upset, and we might be seeing Kyler on the move. A lot of guys on the move. Let's add Kyler to the list, huh? <laughs> you know who moves faster than Kyler, though? Russ, when Future walks in. <laughs> Drake just made Mr. Unlimited's list. <laughs> nah, man. Future makes Mr. Unlimited real limited, bro. Real limited. <laughs> yeah. Future uh, comes out and performs at Drake's uh, Super Bowl party. And out the back gate is Sierra and uh, Mr. Russ leaving. Right. And you can hear it. It's great. Coming to the stage, my brother. I love him, future. And like Russ is just getting in the car. <laughs> like they they just looked at the whole pamphlet and said, All right, we want all these guys. Okay, we're gonna leave around this time. <laughs> and then he's sitting next to Roger and he's like, Hey man, I don't need future coming to any of my stadium games, especially if I'm in San Francisco. All right. <laughs> Debo's gonna pick a future song to come out to just to fuck with Russ. It's going to be great. Next year is going to be great. 
He does that, I'll buy a boom box. Those things are like 800 bucks. Fuck it. I'll take one. <laughs> I'll tell you what, bro. Reddit for the NFL is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> there are people in Arizona who would not trade Kyler Murray for Deshaun Watson straight up. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> those people, those people are not smart. Oh, they're like you know, super anti people that break the allegedly break the law. Turns out every <laughs> single team has Vikings fans. Every team has a Vikings fan. Just <laughs> irrational people. I saw I saw a tweet. <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day, made me drop my phone from some <laughs> Minnesota person. And it was liked by another Minnesota person. And it was, you can't call Kirk Cousins over uh, a bust and then say we should trade him for a first round pick. Bro, who the fuck is saying we can get a first round pick for Kirk Cousins? If we didn't get a first Bro. round pick for Kirk Cousins, his ass would be at the airport. <laughs> Bro, you are not understanding. Like you, I don't understand where. I mean, I guess you don't have the 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 accessibility to like people daily. <laughs> but there's a lot of people that really love Kirk Cousins here. Bro, <laughs> it's the most annoying thing in the world. And the best part is like Kevin O'Connell coming in saying, "Oh, I love Kirk." I was like, "Oh, these Vikings fans like yes." Extend him. He's gonna take a team friendly deal. No, the fuck he is not. That TV, that TV money's coming in, so he's Bro. really trying to see how much guaranteed shade he can get. He's he's Jonah Hill and get him to the Greek talking about African child. I love that shit. I brush my. T- I have a picture of Kirk Cousins in my wallet. I love Kirk Cousins. Yeah, bro. Guess what? You just gotta pay several million dollars. You can stop pretending now. You're good. Now you can be realistic. <laughs> if they like, here's the thing. We love it so much. Let's pretend for a second that the Vikings have absolutely anything that can keep Justin Jefferson here. When he becomes a free agent, the second the TV deal kicks in and the Bengals can start spending like it's nobody's business. <laughs> oh God. There's yeah, no yeah. They'll trade T. They'll get like Tyler Board sired by T. Higgins. You're on your rookie deal another year. Justin Jefferson, wide receiver number two. Welcome LSU Bengals. You might even take a pay cut to go p- live on the same street as Burrow and Chase and just have like a good old time. <laughs> Unbelievable. And and you're gonna tr- probably end up trotting out Kellen Mond as your big attempt to save him. Oh, that's gonna be great! Hey, man, you throw a bag at anybody, it's bound to it's bound to happen. He's gonna he'll stay. You throw, hey, jet. How about we just get you a jet like Floyd gets, huh? Floyd can call somebody, show up at the airport in an hour. Nah, jet, bro. Nah, you? bro. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Burrow and Chase are like that fucking SpongeBob meme where they're just running, playing outside, having the best time. <laughs> and Justin Jefferson is just Squidward ass in his house looking outside like, damn, that looks fun. 
Oh my goodness. My my, my quarterback's dan- his quarterback's dancing to get the gat. Mine and putting tinfoil on his grill and playing with his weird death rock sculpture. Oh my goodness. Hey, Asked man. if he wanted to go to the club and he took me to church. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be great when we see Justin Jefferson in like the draft room. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna like for him to stay. You've got to give him Aaron Rodgers control. Yeah, that's the only way. Justin Jefferson, receiver one, is your uh, go-to guy. Like Bro. who you want in here? And do you know who the Vikings are hiring to be their OC? Uh, Thomas Brown, right? Yeah. What did he coach on the Rams? <laughs> what did he coach? He's a running back coach. Yeah. Where's the Rams rank in rushing? <laughs> oh god, that's gonna be so great. Hey, hey, Dalvin Cook, I got a I got a great new playbook for you. We're gonna try dive. <laughs> and if you like that, if you like that, guess what? I got another one for you. Trap. And and I think it's by week three, we're gonna have power. We're gonna be good, bro. Hey, coach, I'd really like to, I'd really like to hit the seven gap. No, no, we don't go over five here. No, no, what seven? I have a seven on here. <laughs> Just go full. Remember the Titans. You cut outside. You're taking a lap. We cut you back. Win. We don't cut out. In that's it. <laughs> You're getting one or you're getting fucking ten, but you're going to get – your yak yards are going to be great. <laughs> Cam Akers and Sony Michelle, I don't think got more than, like, never uh, – legitimately, I don't think they ran outside the three-hole, the three-four. No. Not at all. Like, he's going to go up to Dalvin Cook and be like, hey, Dalvin, how do you feel about wearing a neck roll? I think you look really good in a neck roll. <laughs> Oh man, this is gonna be great. Dalvin's gonna wish he went to jail. <laughs> hey man, he possibly could be there, but hey, who knows? <laughs> it's gonna be interesting, man. I love it. I want to see who their defensive coordinator is gonna be. All the coaching pieces are slowly falling apart, falling through. So once they get coordinators in, and once Bill O'Brien finally leaves Bama and gets to New England, we'll let you know. There's no way Sean McVay's done, right? What do you mean done? Like retires. His contract's like, up. He's 33. 40. Sean McVay? Yeah. Oh, he's 40? He's 40 and he's getting married to a Russian supermodel or a Polish supermodel. I thought he was a lot younger than that. Yeah, and he wants to like have kids and start a family and also wants to like get that bag. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, he's not done. If he doesn't sign, that'd be so funny. Bro, I'm telling you, I like that is if you told me if there was like a bet I could place that Sean McVay retires before the beginning of the season or doesn't finish the season, I would take it because they have officially mortgaged their draft picks for the next five years. They've got like probably less picks than the Vikings have this year combined, like the next five years. They have no picks. They're up against the cap. They're not going to be able to sign this team back. Like, what are you going to do? 
You gonna sign OBJ back when he's got a he's not gonna play all year with a knee injury? You gonna you you can't afford Von Miller. Aaron Donald might walk away. You just lost your left tackle. He might have legitimately just got Matthew and Matthew Stafford. You gotta pay him too. Yeah. So they're gonna have no money. Their team's gonna be terrible. They're gonna be getting like at best they're gonna get a left tackle at number thirty-two if they can't like sign one. And if they sign one, they're going to be sacrificing elsewhere. Aaron Donald might just say, I'm done. Yeah, Aaron Donald's really strong about being done. Jalen Ramsey gave up 160 yards and a touchdown, his most ever. I think, like, the days of Ramsey Island are officially over. Like, he would be getting off the Titanic (laughs) right, like, 10 minutes before the iceberg. Like, I I, – I might put money on the Rams to finish in the bottom two of their division next year, if not the worst in their division. Because Matthew Stafford's still Matthew Stafford. Yeah. As much as he like throws the occasional like no look pass that looks really great. Like this is the longest Cooper Cup's ever been healthy. I don't know, man. Like I could see Sean McVay walking away. God, I'll be fucking. How funny would it be if fucking Sean McVay's like I'm done? With the Rams, but I want to coach somewhere else. So it's like up? the Saints. Who would fire their coach? He, he, him, and Sean Payton are going to both walk away this year, and they might both come back to different teams next year. In fact, Sean McVay might go to the Saints next year. Oof. That or two years. If that Sean, would be. Yeah. Like, or wherever David Cully coaches next in the year after. oh man yeah wrapping it up NFL season's over the Patriots are already in trouble I know I'm panicking in February but Bill Belichick here's the thing the only thing I know about this season and I think it's happening if and when the Patriots play the Raiders Take the Patriots and take an alternate spread for as much as they'll give you. Because <laughs> Bill Belichick is going to run it down Josh McDaniels' throat. Josh oh, McDaniels is doing like the one unwritten rule of Patriots assistants who leave. You don't take anybody important. And he is trying to take everybody. Oh, yeah. He, he has taken what? The... Running back coach and the receiver coach as well? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, running back coach might retire. He took the receiver coach. He took the assistant GM or the GM. Might be the GM. Uh, and then he took somebody else. I don't remember who else. Maybe they're the special teams coordinator. But here's how crazy it is. Like, they just straight up have not hired Bill O'Brien, which I thought was a no-brainer. They don't have an offensive coordinator. They're thinking about letting Joe Judge be offensive coordinator, which – Everybody I have read who is a coach said if they let Joe Judge be an offensive coordinator, they are insane. He has no experience coaching a position on that side of the ball. He is a special teams guy. And you can be a head coach as a special teams guy. Jim John Harbaugh is a great one. Yeah. But this, like you don't do that with a second-year quarterback. And there's another hot rumor that he might be letting Matt Patricia coach the offense. Matt Patricia 
who hasn't done anything good as a Patriot basically ever. That's wild. I think they were really counting on Brian Flores coming back, and I don't think that's happening. Yeah, no. He texted the wrong bill, or Brian. That's his fault. You lost your you lost your guy there. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if you're panicking about your team, and I mean you have big panics because y'all coaching staff is in shambles, but I'm looking at this long, long list of unrestricted free agents the Chiefs got. Yikes. Yikes, yikes. Guys that you need to pay and guys that you just TV money's not coming right now. TV money's next year. Bro, especially when the NFL, the AFC is brutal. Oh, yeah. I mean, Orlando Brown, Matthews. I mean, you're losing all your receivers. Mike Rammers, corners and guys that you need. The only guy on this list that I'm just like, thank God he's on this list is Sorsen. But, yeah. Right now, Chiefs need a good draft, or they just got beat by a team that ran out of gas. Do you think? Do you think they, they could out. sign Eli Apple? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Time out. King of the week, my <laughs> king of the week. Wait a minute! Don't ruin my king of the week. King of the week. Goes to everyone on Twitter versus Eli Apple. <laughs> oh, Eli Apple, bro, that talking that you did, all that trash talk came and bit you in the ass. You looked so bad, like you always did. Even some, ba- I talked to some Bengals fans, and they were like, yo. Who the fuck is Eli Apple? Why the fuck is his name so big right now? Yeah, he made one tackle against Tyreek, and his name is all over the news. Well, right now, bro, someone check on him. Someone please check on Eli Apple. Make sure he's still good because Twitter took to him so fast on Twitter, boy. It went halftime show, Eli Apple. And it was that fast. It wasn't even 10 o'clock. Eli Apple took over for like two days. Bro, it's so (laughs) funny because Eli Apple had a good year. He did? Not like an incredible year, but like if you, if he would just shut up, people would be like, damn, Eli Apple, maybe someone you need to watch out for next year. Like, I mean, he's playing himself up into, you know, like a, a number two corner role. Like, He's getting out of that nickel spot, but he just won't shut up. And now everybody's paying attention every time you get burned. Mm-hmm. And that game was pretty often. Eli Apple, Jalen Ramsey, fucking both trash. <laughs> and he makes good plays sometimes. Sometimes. But, like, he'll make, like, two really good plays and then just one terrible play. Sounds about you, Apple. <laughs> it's so funny to me, dude. Like, yeah. dude, just shut up and you'll be fine. So, hey, he's a free agent. So, <laughs> someone can sign him. Someone will take him on. 
crazy. It'd be so great if the Chiefs pick him up, though. It'd be so great. Just all three of them in the locker room. Well, him and Hill. McCall's probably not going to be there. <laughs> oh, man. Before we get to picks of the week, I have to talk about the thing that has been entertaining me all weekend. The James Harden and Ben Simmons trade. <laughs> oh, yeah, they all t- about it. They haven't touched a court, and they're making so much noise, and it's so great. <laughs> it's uh, like, so every, I don't know every, everything I've read about it is stupid, and I can't stop reading. Like, every opinion is wrong, and I don't care because it's hilarious to me. I love it. James Harden comes out and says, the 76ers was his first choice. He didn't want to be in Brooklyn. Where's my cap? Cap. Fuck, where's my hat? So I can throw it at my computer. Cap. Fuck oh. out of here. There's a Woj tweet that's going around where Harden literally told his agent, get me to Brooklyn. <laughs> like, James, bro, come on, man. Don't, don't do that. Don't act like – don't do that. You went to KD. KD went to play with the Warriors, and now he's in Brooklyn, and he's not the same KD, and you thought it would be cool with you and him going to the clubs, but KD isn't that guy. And then you go to Kyrie, and Kyrie's just like has a dust of sage around him, so you can't really hang out with him. So you don't want to be there. I get it. And Embiid is more of a club guy. He'll go with you. I understand. But don't act like you didn't want to be in Brooklyn. Don't act like you didn't want to win a ring real fast and see how it went. Don't do that. But James Harden is a 76er. He completed all the physicals. He has sat out of two games. We're still recovering from the hamstring. Those two games that he's been present, blowouts. 76ers are getting blown the fuck out. Blown the fuck out. It's, it seems like they're missing like a big and like a and a, like a point guard. Does it seem like? Yeah, yeah it's almost makes... it's almost like they they just traded a couple point guards <laughs> for a guy who doesn't play defense. Yeah, the guy that's probably not gonna be ready for a while. <laughs> and then, Mister Good Old Ben Simmons. Man, I love this kid. I love him. He says that this Nets lineup, it's going to look scary. Did it look scary shooting the ball, bro? (laughs) Did it scare you, bro? He says, hey, his mental health is still an issue, but he's still going to work it out. He's happy to be here. He doesn't have a set date. Psych. His set date's like Monday, I think, now. Like He came out in the morning and said, I don't have a set date. And now his set date like Monday. So he's going to play real fast. He's recovered. He's good to go. Very, very interesting how Ben Simmons is all good to go. What do you think about that? I mean, man, I like, I don't know. Like, I think the mental health excuse was was garbage. But at the same time, like, that's really not for anybody else to say besides Ben Simmons. If you're living in a place that you hate and you don't feel comfortable, obviously that's going to contribute to your mental health. And he is, like, sitting, and he said, like, he's going to keep working with his therapist, and he's keep going, but, like, he feels like he's in a better spot with a better locker room, and and he thinks he can do it. And at the same time, like, yeah, 
given everything we've known about and seen it with Ben Simmons, he's probably in a much better place knowing that if he shoots three times a game, they can still win and no one will care. Yep. He could be – Ben Simmons can be who Ben Simmons wants to be. Facilitate, play defense, and when he wants to get to the basket, he can get to the basket or he could dish out or not touch the ball for a quarter. He'll be happy. It's fine. It works out for him. It makes sense for him, and that's good. So when I was reading this story about Adam Silver, I was a little worried. Adam Silver says he hated the Ben Simmons and James Harden trade. Says he doesn't like when guys uh, force themselves out of town and wish there was another way he could do, they could do that or another way he could fix that. And I was like, yo, is he letting his inner David Stern come out here? Like, is he, did he, was he about to shut this shit down? Internet would have exploded. Dude, it really looked like he was like, he felt like he wanted to step in and try to find a better solution for it all, but chose to step back and let the TU play out. Like, he really wanted to David shit out of this. That was going to be amazing. It would be amazing. He just steps in and goes, hey, you can't add anything extra. It's strictly Ben Simmons or James Harden. 1-1, one, one, done deal. You think the Sixers take that trade? They should, and that would have been a better deal for the Sixers. Or, you know. I don't think Brooklyn takes that trade. Yeah. But, again, who knows? Because sounds like James Harden was kind of a piece of shit. It sounds like nobody misses him. Yeah, the whole locker room's like, yeah, man, Bro, we're excited. When, when you've got the seventh man off the bench coming at your neck, <laughs> you know the other six guys ahead of you feel the same way. Or they would not let you say that shit knowing you play them in like five days. Right. (laughs) No, they play it a month from now. The first time they'll see each other. (laughs) That's going to be circled on my calendar. Fucking recording it if I can't watch it. Because it's going to be great. (laughs) And then the last NBA thing I got for you. Young Prince is back. Tyreek Evans has been reinstated back into the NBA. He was suspended for three years for using uh, the drugs of abuse. So he was suspended just like uh, Birdman was back in the day. But he is back. He could sign with the team on Friday. Who can take over? Who could take Tyreek Evans right now and wouldn't matter? He was a really good player. He won Rookie of the Year. The year uh, Curry. He was a Curry. Yeah, he was the year for the Curry and all them boys. Yeah. He uh, won Rookie of the Year. Another guy that uh, Timberwolves passed with, like, three first-round picks. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't, the, didn't, like, the Celtics actually pay American money to uh, Joe Johnson this year? They could probably use him. There you go. <laughs> hey, man, that Joe Johnson you're talking about has made the USA uh, World, World Cup team. <laughs> World Cup team. So watch your mouth about Joe. He's he's handling business. 
<laughs> Sounds like a good move for my Sacramento Kings. Bring them back. <laughs> Bring them back. Oh, my goodness. All right. You got picks? Yeah, I got a few. I was watching women's curling earlier. Put some money yeah. on it, too. Man, I definitely feel like I could figure that out. And then they were like yelling numbers and shit, like seven, four, three, four, seven. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? What do you mean? <laughs> Just hit the rock that way to that one and that one. Good to go. <laughs> so I have a lot more learning on curling and strategizing and not sound like an idiot bro uh yeah curling is wild we might have to just like straight up go up to blaine and start curling dude i definitely want to try it definitely feel like i could figure it out i could pull off that look with the long hair i could do that I could do that oh, again. you could do it <laughs> oh yeah It'd be great imagine me with a fucking ridiculous afro Throwing curling rocks in the Olympics. Be the craziest thing ever. Bring bring some uh, bring some minorities into curling. I love it. Oh, dude! Excuse me. Speaking about speaking of minorities, holy shit! That fast skater. I'm so sorry. I don't even know her name, but she's a speed skater for the USA. Hopped on skates for the first time in her life in 2016, and now she's won gold. In fast track, that is the craziest story of my life. I've seen that story and I was like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna go buy skates. I can figure this shit out. I could be, I can play hockey in like three years. Give me three years, I can play hockey." Bro, that's the logic that gets Jamaica bobsled team right there, bro. <laughs> she for real, bro. 2016, they show a video of her just like waddling along, and then. Gun and she's just <laughs> fucking. Who, who's Where's the, my uh, super suit? Who's a who's a hundred meter sprinter stoner? Oh, who was it? Fuck. Then you get that chick on some skates. <laughs> oh, Rashad Richards or Rashonda Richardson or whatever. Oh, get her on skates. Two years. USA just completely <laughs> dominating speed skating. Have we ever tried <laughs> just getting? Just getting sprinters it's to speed time skate. For the moment you've been waiting for. Usain Bolt on skates. White people everywhere listening to this just money back guaranteed right picks of the week. Please, guys. Uh, uh, we can't have only been keeping us competitive. <laughs> we can't have anything. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna get you her name because that shit was awful. I did not know her name, but I'll look it up for you. But time for picks of the week. How do I even look it up? Girl that just found out how to skate wins gold. I guarantee you, if you just Google speed skating, it'll come up. <laughs> like the only interesting thing that's happened in speed skating 
since they started, since Apollo Anton Ola. <laughs> I guess you're right about that one, yeah. Oh, Aaron Jackson. I will never forget it again. Aaron Jackson is the speed skater. 37 seconds, 500 meters on skates. Just learned how to skate fucking six years ago. What the fuck? That's the kind of thing that just always gave me hope. Like, (laughs) maybe I'll just try something and just be really fucking good at it someday. Like, that's that's why I I think I should start curling. Who knows? Maybe I'm just fucking wizard with a broom. I'm just... It makes sense, bro. Just try it and see how it goes. I mean, I'm not going to hop on... I feel like I've hit my head enough in football to, like, (laughs) smack my head on ice a couple more times, but... I will definitely curl. They have those special shoes. I won't follow those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, for my picks of the week, I'm going to keep it very fun. In the Olympics, I'm going to take the over five and a half in the Canada versus Sweden hockey game. That is plus 115. Like, it's supposed to be a very good game, very clutch game. Both teams were like minus 110, I believe. It looks like it was going to be a very close game. So if that's the case, I do expect some goals. Also, I will be taking the USA men's curling team to win gold. Plus, plus 500. They are kind of looking a little rough right now. They took a weird loss uh, yesterday, Monday. That's Sweden. But, yep. But they have another game. They have another game uh, tomorrow versus Denmark, which I believe USA will win that game. I don't have odds on that one, unfortunately. Uh, Jets and Wild, they're playing tonight in Minnesota, but I'm going to take them tomorrow. They play in Winnipeg. I'm going to take the Jets to win that game plus 125 over the Wild, but I think the Wild are going to win tonight or are winning or is winning, I believe. And... Is they winning? I'm not sure. And I have my parlay of the night. Tomorrow in hockey, I am taking Avalanche money line over Vegas. That game is going to be a good game. I'm going to be staying tuned on that one. And I'm also going to take the Flames minus one and a half over the Ducks. That parlay brings it up to plus 150. Let it ride. Nice, dude. I like it. I like it. Oh, yeah. And. Let's check here. I don't think a wild play tonight, dude. Oh, they don't play tonight? No, they just. Oh, sure. Fine. I was going to see because that would have definitely impacted my, my gambling. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take a few. I'm going to take the Wild over Winnipeg at Winnipeg. I'm going opposite you there. They got blown out last game. It was not pretty. They got bullied. They got beat. Uh, I think they're going to come in with a different strategy. They're hot coming off Matt Boldy's hat trick. Uh, I got the Wild there, and I like that over. I might take the over, too. Take the over, too. I don't care what it is. Take the over. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Colorado minus one and a half. Uh, over Vegas, it's plus 195. Uh, I just think they're a stronger team and they need it more. Uh, I'm going to take Carolina over F- Florida. 
because they're at home, I'm going to take a minus one and a half plus 190. Uh, both very hot teams. That could very well be a uh, an Eastern Conference Finals matchup. I love it. Uh, I'm definitely excited to watch it. But uh, I got Carolina. Man, they're, they, they need a bounce back game. I think they're going to get it. And then I have the Russian Olympic Committee to win a gold medal. I've had that for a little while now, plus 130, but I haven't posted it because it's been football season, but I, uh, I'm i still riding that, although I probably won't get a bet in on the game uh, tomorrow at noon because they're minus 500 and the odds are shit. Oh, shit. All right. Not bad, not bad. Those are picks for you for the week. It's going to be a very, very interesting week. Um, All-Star game is coming up this weekend, I believe. So we'll get to watch some competition, see how uh, competitive that game gets. It usually gets way better than the NFL. Way better than the NFL, especially the fourth quarter. They turn it up. So we'll uh, talk about the slam dunk competition, maybe three-point, give you some picks on that, let you know what's going on there. And... Anything NFL, NHL, we're definitely going to keep talking about curling. We're going to bet on it, and then we're going to be like, all right, we have enough confidence to go out there and play it. So, hey, money back guaranteed curling team, any advice, any joiners, anybody wants to come play, and let me know what those cool shoes are. just need to learn how to keep score. But we'll figure that out one step at a time. One step at a time. (laughs) Thank you and have a good week. Make sure you're listening to Money Back Guaranteed. You share it, you like it, and subscribe to it on all podcast platforms. Make sure you're checking out RIG Money underscore back underscore podcast. That's where we're posting all our picks. And anything cool that we see, we're posting it on there. Make sure you check out our Twitter too. That's at Money Back Pot. 